East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. There is a fourth sister, and she will be making guest appearances throughout the series. We're obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. Join us for our weekly outburst as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rep the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. I don't know. That was it? Yeah. Why do I feel that it should have been longer? Because... Because you probably zoned (laughs) out. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I was trying to sit here and not make any noise while I was trying to like clip my papers into the clipboard. <laughs> Genius. That's probably what it was. <laughs> Anybody have anything? <gasps> no. Well, besides today being a birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, Lorraine. Thank you. <laughs> so week, You're welcome. A week, a week prior to this coming out, it is my birthday. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. So I have this crazy story I have to tell you. And oh, and Jonathan said was like this is podcast worthy, and I was like, okay. So I can't drop names, but so his parents' neighbor, like the husband, up and left like a month ago. He just left, right? And the mm-hmm. wife was like, I don't know, blah blah blah. But they're like crazy cat people. Like the husband before this made like this catio outside and all this stuff. And they have so many barn cats out there. And like Jonathan's parents have named Oh my Jesus. Jonathan's parents have named like all of them, right? And so we see them all the time when we go over. Apparently, said husband came back last weekend. Yeah. Just, like, out of the blue came back. But they said that he's acting really weird, that, like, he's not as friendly as he used to be and, like, all this stuff. So, Jonathan. Did they have people looking for him? No. Like, they Like, they he wasn't knew, missing no, missing? no, 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 no. Like, he was basically like, I'm done. I'm leaving. So, like, he left. But he came back. And so she has, like, six cats in the house, not including, like, the 20 barn cats they have outside, right? And so Jonathan's dad was walking outside to let Julie out before he went to go Who's do Julie? the dog. Oh, okay. To, I don't to, um, know these things. <laughs> before he went to go do something, like he had an appointment. And he said that he noticed the catio was open, but also like their house door was open and their inside cats were outside. So he starts yelling the guy's name. And he's just, like, yelling it because the cats are outside. So he finally comes outside, and he's just like, oh, I don't know how these cats got out here. And then Jonathan said, was like, but I'm looking at the back of the house. The back door is wide open, and the bathroom window is open, and there's no screen on the bathroom window. He was like, so I'm looking around, and he's getting all the cats, and then he notices there's a cat on the roof of the house. So he tells him there's a cat on the roof of the house, and he's just like, what the hell? So then, like, the wife came home later, and they couldn't find one of the cats. Roof cat? He, he said it was, like, a freak accident. No, like, he got a ladder, and he, like, went on the roof to get the cat off. So 
Wait, you said freak accident. What the fuck just happened? Yeah, okay, so <laughs> no, no, no. His neighbor was telling the wife that it was like a freak accident. He oh, didn't that know everything happened to be open at the same time. No, that he didn't know how they got out, but he had the window open with no screen on it and had the door open. But he has and the catio. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> and so, like, like later, it was the next day. He was out doing something because he was, like, moving the firewood that they have that's in between their houses. So. There's a dead cat in there. Mr. So Jonathan's dad was like, I don't think he noticed me outside because he was walking and just, like, walking and kind of, like, looking around. But he didn't look behind him. And so, like, his back was facing Jonathan's dad. And he said he just walked straight up to this bush and picked up a dead cat and then started walking to the house. And then when he turned around, he saw Jonathan's dad. And he's like, oh, uh, this is the cat we couldn't find yesterday. It died somehow. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, he killed the cat. Because he's like, we have so many barn cats out there. And their cats have gotten out before. And none of them have just died that quickly. Because it wasn't even like a full 24 hours. But he was like, he knew exactly where that cat was because he was like, oh, I was looking for the cat. But he literally walked out the door and walked straight to the bush. Uh-huh. So I told him he's got to keep an eye on him and put some cameras um, out. Yeah. Because I was like, because <laughs> he was like, you know how murderers start with just torturing animals, Yeah, right? but that's also like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, he has a grudge. That's I know. Not. That's what Jonathan was saying. He was like, he's he has something against those cats, obviously, because like their marriage. Well, was literally it's not. Deterred. It doesn't even have to be against the cats. It could just be against his wife. Like she could have done something. Yeah, I don't and know. He, he came back. I mean, shit. All he love up and left. All his shit still at the house. Yeah, I'm gonna come back and get my shit. I don't know. But she probably I... cut off his finances, and he was like, "Well, f- now I gotta come back." He was the working one, I think, but I don't know. It was weird. It was like his Just dad. Just because he's a working one doesn't mean she doesn't have their shit on lockdown. Yeah, as I long as she has his information and banking stuff, then. No, I just thought it was so weird because, like, his dad, like, texted me and he was like, hey, are you busy? And I was like, no. So I thought it was going to be something health-related because, you know, he has all that stuff going on. And I was just like, and he's like, is my son there? And I was like, yes. And he's like, is he busy? I was like, no. He's like, I'm going to call you. And then I already had him on speaker because I told Jonathan he was going to call. I was like, I think something's going down. And then he was telling us about it. And I'm like fully invested while Jonathan is just sitting there like shaking his head like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say like I don't think that – I don't think that it's weird. But I'm like invested in the fact like I want to know what she did. Like that's where I'm at with that. Oh, I don't, don't want to know pussy. what she did. That is – but I also love watching She Made Me Do It and stuff like that. So. Murder, she wrote. Or snapped. Like, yes. I want to know why they snapped. I don't snapped. know what that is. It's snapped. snapped. Snapped is good. Snapped is basically can... people who, like, have gone through things and then they, like, snap and kill their significant okay. other or but whatever. But here's the thing. Yeah. I have not watched any of these We can give you the episodes things. we've already done stories on. Okay. I have been staying away from, like... Spooky stuff and murders and stuff like that in series because just go out I of finally, the country. I'm finally, co- 
Yes, but you people are talking about if somebody comes up to you randomly and says, "Hey, uh, why trust don't you me, cover this? yeah." But there's, there's so much. There's so okay. many. All right, all right. Well, I'll like I'll throw I was you some I stuff. was watching one. I think. Well, I started watching one. I think it was like in Tokyo or something like that. Like it was <gasps> the Korea one. Is or it the one is on that Netflix? What it is, the raincoat. The raincoat man. Yeah, he's yeah. he's Korea. Yeah. I okay, so I will watch this. Yes, yeah. and then we so can conversate yeah, about it. Yeah, there's stuff like that. Like they're they're talking about at nighttime now. Like when I'm sit laying down in bed at like eight thirty, because you know, no, I'm an old woman. That's <laughs> what I do. Eight thirty, my bedtime coming around, and then I go lay down in bed and Yo. I start watching Hulu. Thanks for the Hulu, by the way. You're welcome. And Netflix and shit. There's this one. I have to find out. I can't even remember where it was. But for some reason, I like, like documentaries and stuff like that. I like I documentaries. Don't, I don't like... I don't know. I've been sort of kind of getting back into the anime thing, but... No, I, like, I I don't know about that one, but I love, like, nature documentaries and stuff like that, and obviously, like, true crime. Yeah. Obviously. But then, oh, the nature stuff I watch all the time in space. Yes. Have you watched the fungus one? No. No. Oh, have you watched my the, octopus teacher? No. Oh, I um, I watch. I watch nature. Is that on Disney? It's on Hulu Netflix. or Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Netflix. No. See, if I'm watching mm. nature stuff, I'm watching that Geo. Um, all right. There, there's one. It's called. I watch like, that too. You watch Doctor K. Oh, it's called My Life as a no, Turkey. No. That's the one that I was trying oh, to that watch. was the one you were telling me yeah, about. My Life as a Turkey. <laughs> I haven't watched I that one know. yet, but it what somebody from work was like, "No, you ser- like it's weird." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> it and I watched weird, yeah, like- and I watched my my octopus teacher. I watched that one like a little more than oh halfway through. Oh my god, through. I freaking cried. You shut up. Oh, sorry. I tell her that I want to finish it, and that I'm, like, halfway through, and she proceeds to tell me the end. I didn't tell you the end. Yeah, you literally did. I said the baby. That's all I said. No. What? I didn't think I told you the end. She was like, oh, my God, and when it died? I'm like, what the? F-? I didn't say when it you died. I said when its leg like, came off. No. Your ears. Like... <laughs> Spoiler alert, she that, tells me. It's okay. There's about three to ten different times where I thought that thing was going to die, and each time it was gut-wrenching. So you never know which one it's really going to be, because I'm crying. But at least one of them is real. Yeah. And there you go. She did it again. Spoiler alert. <laughs> too late for that. You already done spoiled it. Okay. Guess where we're going. I don't know. Georgia. Nope. Because we just went there, didn't we? Did we? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were just there like two episodes ago. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Savannah. My mind is so fried. I can't. <laughs> yeah, you got North. It. Yes. Pennsylvania. It too much. Nope. Time. It was too much. New Jersey. This past no, week. Northern. Or New Hampshire. Clap, 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 clap. I'm oh, waving yes. my hands in the air she like I just two more do months not to care. care. Two more months. Two more states to go. <laughs> two more states. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. I'm saying you named a lot of them, so you only had so many choices. I named three. Felt like ten. <laughs> it felt like ten. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia, Pennsylvania, and then New Hampshire. New Jersey. I didn't say Jersey. Did I? I don't know. I don't know. I... No. I don't know. <laughs> I'll listen to it later. I'll let you know. <laughs> So, 
We are going. Oh, it's because you said Savannah, Georgia. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so, okay. We are going to New Hampshire, mm-hmm. but yes. we are starting out in Alabama. Okay. Wait. Okay. It don't matter anyway. Oops. Uh, there's definitely an S in New Hampshire, but I did not spell it that way. We need to get you. Don't worry. So my sister-in-law bought a map, and it's humongous. And my and uncle our, got us a map, too. got us a map. And it's, it's just like... Humongous, too? Yeah. yeah so. we, got, we got two maps in the same day, and they are still not up on the wall. So let's figure that I know, out, I gotta, people. I got to ask her what size this is so I can get something. Or measure it. I, Jonathan told me to roll it up so I wouldn't mess it up. <laughs> he made me put it back in there because I was like... Waving it around because I was so excited. Anyway, so we are going to talk about Sheila Labar, but she was born Sheila K. Bailey on July 4th, 1958. Mm -hmm. She is the youngest of six children. 19 what? 58. Okay. I thought you said 40. Okay. I don't have the headphones on. I can't hear shit. (laughs) This is true. It's so weird not having them on because I can't. It's like so much harder for me to focus. (laughs) Because we're having a normal conversation now. Yeah. (laughs) So her nicknames growing up were Firecracker because she was born on the 4th of July and also it suited her personality. She didn't have red hair. Sheila, how do you use S-H? S-H-E-I-L-A. Um, like the Aussies. Sheila, oh, that was really bad. Don't don't come for me. <laughs> that was really bad. Was Sorry, no, come for her for the better. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, like she dyed her hair red, but she was a brunette. But then her hair's also it's not, we're getting there. Um, what was her last name? You didn't give me a spelling of anything this time, and I feel very lost. K is her middle name. K A Y E. Last name is Bailey, like the drink, Bailey's, but without the S. Okay? That was her before name. Yes, we're getting there. She is more famously known as Sheila Labar. Sheila, last name, capital L-A, capital (laughs) B-A-R-R-E. That last name sounds familiar. I don't know. I don't know. She just said that she was more famously known as, and then she goes, I don't know. I know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So she was both sexually and physically abused by her father and his friends throughout her entire childhood. Never mind. What? Nothing. Like, this is really, really all I got on her childhood. Like, everyone was just like, yeah, it sucked. They said she actually graduated from high school at the age of 18 in 1976. And in her early 20s, she attempted suicide. Yeah, this is how quick it goes. She attempted suicide and was hospitalized for a month. They didn't really. (laughs) I was going to say, did she survive? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Not talking to you. Look, look, it's almost to my bedtime. I got to know. It's past to your bedtime. It's past mine. So we are going to... 1981. This is how quick that, like, from here on out, it's a little bit longer. It's a lot of bit longer. Her childhood was kind of just like, not too much going on. Well, there was a lot, but not too much. Anyway, on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 1983, Sheila married her first husband, 
John Baxter. Hmm. He was 19 years old. How old was she? 23. Oh, okay. It seemed like a long time. I know. I was like trying to do the math in my head, and I was like 1958, 1983. Oh, no. I have her. A lot of shit goes down. So like next to the bullets, I have her age in parentheses because it's just oh like bam, 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 bam. <laughs> um, so despite. First husband. Yes. Okay. John Baxter. Mm-hmm. And despite being 19 years old, he was already previously married, divorced, and a father to a young daughter. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, Why did you look at me like that? I, I I looked at you for backup, like confirmation for the awkward situation. <laughs> Why was it awkward? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I'm So to everyone on the outside and even John, their relationship seemed very promising and like he was excited. Mm-hmm. He's got high hopes. Yes, very high oh, hopes. God. So <laughs> very shortly after they got married, uh-huh. he has a younger daughter. Oh, younger daughter. He has a daughter and she would obviously spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Sheila would lock her his daughter in the bedroom for hours on end with no food or water. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Baxter never knew about this, but his ex-wife confronted Sheila about this, and they, like, got into a little, like, domestic dispute, and their marriage abruptly ended two months later. Sheila filed for divorce. I can see why. On February 14th, How dare 1982. You come at me? How dare you 82? come at me Yeah, they got married on December 31st of 81. You said 83. No, I said she was 23. No, you said 83. You said 83. My B-Chief. She said 83. Listen, okay, here, here. Okay, first off, I'm going to say this once. I did wrong one time. Yes, I did get the number switched backwards, possibly, in one of the podcasts. My dad called me out on it. Okay. <laughs> he was like, because when Leslie was saying, oh, I thought I heard this, but it was really this. I think it was like... I thought you said 37, but oh, you did mean 73. And then I was like, yeah, listen, right? Right? Yeah, no, my dad called me out. He was like, no, I went back and I listened. And Had, didn't he give you like an exact time? Yes. yes. In the podcast? Yes. yes. And he was like, you said it. At like at five this minutes. Time, yeah. Like, <laughs> if you go back and like you listen at this point in time, you did say this and then later on after you guys were like done doing the whatever then you said it the right way and i was like ah. <laughs> <laughs> you've been called out <laughs> so thanks dad <laughs> and i'm only going to say this once maybe i'm wrong sometimes but we go back and fix it later without <laughs> actually knowing it okay <laughs> yes <Yeah>, she does <laughs> so after this unfortunate <laughs> event Oh, of so unfortunate. Our two month marriage. Our two month marriage. A two month marriage. Shut up. <laughs> marriage. Marriage. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sheila moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee, mm. where she meets Ronnie Jennings. Mm. Ronnie. When Ron. was this? <laughs> um, eighty two. Nineteen eighty two. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like right after she gets the divorce. Ronnie? Ron. Ronnie. I E or Y? I E. Jenkins? Jennings. Jennings. I know. Oh. 
Uh, old man Jenkins. <laughs> really, that's why I was thinking that. Ah, no! What the fuck is going on today? Everything. Oh my God. So they move. She moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee. She meets Ronnie, and the two eloped in Georgia, and they were married for four miserable years. Ooh. Oh. Four years. That's a long Four time. Four miserable years. Misery. It's an S, not a Z. It is an S. Hubie. Shut up. <laughs> this is the pit. <laughs> so this is a quote mm-hmm. from Mr. Jennings. You ready for this? This is a good one. This is a good one. Oh, God. She's just crazy, to put it bluntly. Sheila didn't care about anyone. She just wanted everything her way. Sheila's mood swings were often, and they were very violent. And I was just like, yikes. So Ronnie's mom said, My son would lay in bed at night, afraid his wife would kill him with scissors. She was very, very, very smart, but she was also very, very mean. I believe that she would have killed him. And I'm just like, what? How did this all go down? Like, I literally just found out they got say, married. I'm not understanding because, like, the only thing that I've gotten is that she locked a kid in a closet yes. or in the room for uh-huh. a bit. Yes. But that's about it. Yes. So that's all, else. like, even through all my research, that's all I really knew up to this point. And I was like, yo, she snapped. Like, real quick. Like, just. Yes. So. You also have to think that men are less likely to report domestic abuse because oh, yeah, no I know. one believes them. Oh, I know. So he's well, not even going to yeah. say anything. Yeah. So during this time, <laughs> Sheila claimed that Ron was an extremely cruel person, hmm. that he intentionally killed her kitten Oop. by stepping on it. Oh. And she would is chase. That, is the neighbor's name Ron? No. Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, that's how you his name later. Anyway, um, dead cat in the bush. <laughs> oh, that shit is crazy. <laughs> anyway, so at this point, Sheila was working for a really large company, and she was the secretary. Mm-hmm. She started an affair with the vice president of the company. His Sounds name is me. Sam Billiam. <laughs> Billiam. <laughs> Not William. Billiam. Yeah, like if mom was saying it, Billiam. It took me a hot second because I'm like, when would mom would ever you, say would, this? All the time. Yeah. All the time. Vampire. <laughs> Is it actually spelled with a, like, a B? Like William, but with a B? Yeah. Is that the last name? Yeah. Oh, his first weird. name is Sam. Last it's name weird. is Billiam. I don't know. I thought it was his middle name. No. Sam Trust Billiam. me, I looked up this company. Okay. It's his dad's last name, too. He owns the company. <laughs> so, Billiam was in a poopy marriage. Mm-hmm. She was in a poopy marriage. And so, they're having this affair together. And his dad found out. And he was like, nah, you need to cut this shit out. Because they were, like, sneaking for cookies in the parking lot and shit like that. Or in his office. And it's like, dude, come on. Seriously? Like, no. And so, Ron... Obviously, found out about this affair as Wait. well. Okay, Ron's, Ron's the, husband. the husband. No, I know. I'm like he's still there. But yeah, it's okay. So it's an affair. It's not okay. It's an affair. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> 
<laughs> so Ron finds out about the affair. He confronts Sheila for it. Sheila blames Ron for the affair. Mm. Yeah. She loses her shit, starts yelling at him that it's all his fault. I don't know. She gets in the car, speeds off, crashes her car. Oops. <laughs> Did they have any kids? No. Okay. Did they have insurance Sheila, on the car? Probably. <laughs> Ron doesn't seem like a stupid person. Sheila on the other hand. <laughs> uh, so when Sheila got out of the hospital for the car crash, she was admitted to a psychiatric facility where she was diagnosed with a schizoaffective disorder. Okay. Uh, so do you want to know what that is? I have. Yes, please. Okay. So it is a condition that is identified by abnormal changes in a person's behavior. The symptoms include hallucination, depression, mania, a disturbance of cognition, and disorganized thoughts, speech, or moods. And this will come into play. Wait, what was it called again? It seems to me like more like a hormonal hole. (laughs) Hormonal sounds about. I mean, my hormones are imbalanced, but I don't be going around hallucinating. You could. You speak apparition. I'm not going to say it. I don't think so. (laughs) Anyway, so Ron filed for divorce in 85. Back in the day. Mm -hmm. Files for divorce in 85. I know her. Ron. Should I write? Okay, it comes into play right. later. It does? Ron! Yeah, because she's divorced now. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is her second divorceage. <laughs> I hate you. So, so this much. is where everything starts going a little bit crazier, okay? And you got to follow along. There's a lot of names in here. I'm, trying, I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what was that? So. Mm-hmm. Oops. You're good. Okay. Sheila moved. To Epping. Popcorn, mommy. Mm-hmm. Proceed. Proceed. Okay. <laughs> so she gets a divorce. Well, Ron divorce. files for divorce. Ron. 1985. I'm going to keep saying it like that because I don't know if y'all ever watched Jersey Shore. You know yes. Ron. <laughs> are you friends with her? Ron. Yes or no? Are you friends with her? No, I don't. I'm sorry. Sammy the sweetheart. Ron! That was not my thing. That was my thing. I know it was your all thing. No. No way. No, no, no. The only reason I know, well, I like used to watch it, but the only reason I know of that part or that is because Lyd wants me to memorize it and say it because of the way that I talk. She's like, it would be perfect. You need to say this one day. Like, you just need to like come out and go... Oh, my God. I freaking love them. Because everyone used to tell Carla and I when we would go out to the bars and stuff that we reminded them of Wow and Snooki because I was so much fucking taller than her and Carla's always running around. I'm like, where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So Sheila moves to Epping, New Hampshire. Epping? E-P-P-I-N-G. That's how I was going to spell it. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Yeah, I know. I didn't think it was real. I had to Google it. I thought, like, the internet, all of these websites were lying to me. <laughs> New Hampshire. Hampshire? Yeah. I thought you said Jersey. Oh, we were talking about Jersey Shore. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in New Hampshire where okay, this whole shenanigans is my taking bad. place. So she went there because she was answering. Oh, my box. 
I thought you were going to say my butt, and I was like, I didn't do that. You touched my butt? I was going to say I'm going to touch the butt. <laughs> different movie. Different movie. <laughs> it is physically impossible for me to grab your butt from all the way over here. <laughs> so she was answering a personal ad from Wilford J. Labar. Oh, those personal ads, man. That's I how know. these people get in trouble. <laughs> and then, like, it's... Ay, ay, ay. Anyway. So they never... Was he looking for a lady friend? Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure that his this His wife his kind of, of like, many, many years passed away. So he was looking for someone to for companion. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because he's a doctor and he... he picked the wrong bitch. I don't think he really picked her. I think that bitch just kind of showed up. Because <laughs> we won't get there. <laughs> so they never legally married, but Sheila took his last name and was technically his common law wife. But this makes absolutely no fucking sense to me how she's his common law wife. Are you going to figure out in about five bullets how this makes no fucking sense to me? I love how it's bullets. And seconds. We're not talking about time. We're no, not, we don't know. How long so Sheila worked at Bill's clinic. And during all of this time, she mm-hmm. would openly flirt with male patients. Any guy that came in, she was like, that's distasteful. Yes. Uh-huh. While she worked at his clinic. But, like, it was said that when she was younger, she was really attractive. She was, like, so skinny, had this bright red hair. That shit was box dye. Let me tell you. I've seen pictures. That was not real. Anyway. Oh, my God. So, and, like, Bill bought Sheila everything she could have ever wanted. Where did the name Bill come from? Uh, Wilford. They call him Bill. Okay. Wilfred. You said Bill's clinic, and I'm like, who's Bill? Billiam. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not Billiam. No, I know. That it's was her other this, Yeah. No, that was her affair. affair man. The affair oh, man, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah. man. Ryan was the husband. Billiam was the affair. Okay. So. Wilfred slash Bill. 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 So he bought her everything. He got her a new pickup truck. He bought her designer clothes, designer purses, shoes. He fucking put this bitch up for flying lessons at a private local airfield. Okay? Uh-huh. And they said that she would bust up in there with her skin-tight little suits on and her boobies hanging out and be... With all the guys What kind of doctor was he? I don't know. A doctor. It just said you a doctor. You of all people. It didn't tell me. It just said a doctor and he had a clinic. So I'm assuming just a regular old. But what gang was it? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'll Google it real quick. No, no, no. Don't even bother. I don't care anymore. He was a doctor. He was successful. He had money. Yeah, I know he, he is did. probably an eye doctor. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would. <laughs> flying lessons from being no optometrist. Actually. He was a chiropractor. Happy? Yes, thank you. Anyway. So, he's doing on the shenanigans for her. His kids are like, Dad, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you should not be with this woman because he's old. She's really young. And hot. Yeah, but I that ain't, ain't going to make up for it. Because Anyway, so in all of this time, what if the kids wanted her? I'm just kidding. It just was kidding. his daughters. I, they Trust me, they didn't want that bitch. 
<laughs> nope. Anyway, so Sheila mm-hmm. marries a Jamaican citizen by the name of Wayne Enos in York, Maine, on August 22nd, 1995. Some places said September 22nd. Most places said August. We're going with August. And he was a farmhand on Bill's farm. So Bill lived on like 113 acres in New Hampshire. (laughs) (laughs) She's with him. Mm -hmm. She's with Bill. Mm -hmm. He's getting her all this stuff. She marries this dude that was working on his farm? Yeah. You see why I said the common law wife thing didn't make sense to me? We fabulous this later. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yes. So Wayne is 30 years old. He's living on the farm. And Sheila, one night, she was. it was like some night in 96. He was like, get in the car. Well, no, lies. She told him to get in the car. And he was like, oh, I don't know. Because at this point, he doesn't really trust her because her crazy is starting to slip out. Okay. This is her husband. Yes. Okay. Wayne. And I'm sorry. There's Wayne, a lot of... not Bill. Wilford. Yeah. Wilford slash Bill. Mm-hmm. Slash. Moneybags. Labar. Daddy Warbucks. That one. Anyway. He t- she told him to get in the car, and they're driving around the back streets where they live. Why are you laughing? <laughs> your, your bangs are like... <laughs> I know. I just... Leave them alone. I just shove them all back. Anyway. So, they're driving in the car. They're driving the back roads. Mm-hmm. And she's talking to him. This is in a letter that he wrote to the police when everything went down. Like, years, years later. This is him recount- recalling what the fuck happened. Sheila kept telling Wayne that she wished a horse would kick Wilford in the head and kill him, that she thought of strangling her, him herself, but she wanted Wayne to kill him. And Wayne said he was afraid of saying no because I didn't want to have her turn on me. She's like this. I don't trust her. I hesitate, and I just can't get the words out. I can't do it. And I tell her I'm not a murderer. He's like a, fa- a father to me. Sheila filed for divorce shortly after this. Well, then, because he told her no. Mm-hmm. She and clearly he, doesn't like that word. Yeah. yeah. So he now lives back in St. Elizabeth, Jamaica. He was deported. Oops. In December of 1996. I wonder why. The divorce papers say that Wayne abused her, and she got a restraining order against him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but... He, in the letters, and then he also had, like, pictures, he said he hit her, shoved her, fired guns at her and other, at him and other people. He often refused to let them use, let him use the telephone, burned his clothes, forced him to spend winter nights out in the barn. Wait, wait, she's doing this stuff to him? Yes. I I felt like she said it the other way Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, well, she's doing this to him. So he said she hit him, shoved him, fired guns at him and other people, refused to let him use the telephone to talk to his family, burned his clothes, and forced him to spend winter nights in the barn. Uh, This is a quote. She had a handgun with her all the time. She points the gun at me and shoots over my head and tells me she's going to send me back to my family in Jamaica in a box. I was so ashamed of letting my family know that I was living like this in America. Mm-hmm. What the hell? 
When their arguments grew heated and he refused to strike her, this would make her even angrier. She would rip off her clothes, strike herself, and she would smile saying she was going to call the police. And she said the court was not going to believe a black man over a white American woman. (laughs) I'm telling you, this bitch is crazy. So Wayne said the real reason was for the divorce was because he caught Sheila with another man one night. He tried to leave several times, but always ended up coming back. I don't think so. I think he knew. Ah, girl. And William, not William, Wilford, Bill, Daddy Warbucks, he told Wayne, you need to leave. She's crazy. So he gave him money and took him to the bus station and tried to help him leave. But but this is after back. the divorce. The, no, this is like in like all of the. This is like all things that happened before okay. the divorce. But Sheila was saying that like he was the abuser, but he was like, no, this is stuff that she did to me. Mm-hmm. But I never said anything because I didn't want people to think like I am this man getting abused by this little woman. Right. So he didn't want people, and, like, he didn't want his family to know, because he was like, I came to America for this, like, amazing dream, and here's this crazy woman abusing me. Yep. Living the life. Yeah, poor man. I told you. (laughs) (laughs) So, shortly, 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 after they get divorced in December of 96, Sheila starts bringing a new man around. And his name is James Brackett. He is in... Is she still living li- yes, at Wolford? She is living with him this entire time. James Brackett. Mm-hmm. And she's still living on this beautiful horse farm with Bill. Okay. I can see why. Well, anyway. Mm-hmm. She crazy. See why what? Why he doesn't say get out because she going to show up in her... Right over top of him. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Hey, here's my thing, though. Mm -hmm. We haven't gotten into any killing. She's just crazy right now. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Proceed. (laughs) But she talked about it. So, James... Wait, my gun! (laughs) Bang, bang! She should be hanging out with Eileen. She pisses (laughs) out the car. (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. (laughs) So James is in his mid-20s at the time. He is also mentally handicapped, and he is a very shy person. And their relationship quickly went downhill. Are we surprised, anybody? No. No. Thank you. I didn't think so. (laughs) So very shortly after they start dating, James is admitted to the ER. He had a wound on his forehead, he said it was the result of Sheila stabbing him in the forehead with a pair of scissors. Jesus Christ. Yep. James also hey, left. Ronnie. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, James did let them know that he cut her hand with said pair of scissors in, like, the whole struggle. So he cut her hand. But she stabbed him in the forehead. So I'm pretty sure somewhere in the struggle, something happened. Who knows? But he was concerned because he's like, I don't want to go to jail because I cut her hand. Right. Yeah. But Yo's got a hole in his fucking forehead. Mm-hmm. Anyway. 
So September nine, so what you call Hawa? September twenty fifth, nineteen ninety eight. Sheila is charged with assault against James. Okay. Okay. I didn't know. No, no, no. You're good. Just you can keep on talking. So, I'm yeah, you're fine. Half the shit that you're talking about. No, no, no you're I'm fine. Just like she did what? Yeah. No. So <laughs> during all of this, like. Um, Bill's kids are still, like, arguing with him, like, you need to get her out of here. Like, she's crazy. You need to do something about her. She has all these guys coming in and out. And, I mean, hello, she was married to Wayne. Right. And she's living in your house. And somehow she's still your common-law wife. I don't well, know. Well, she's been there for 10 years. Yeah. At yeah. least. But what? she was married. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't understand this. So anyway, Sheila's dad dies in all this mix. Apparently, she didn't care. I have it as a note. I don't know. I thought it was important. But then as I kept going, I was like, it's really not that important. I I don't see how it was important when he did things to her. Yeah, I don't know. It was, I don't know. It was everywhere. Everywhere. I was going to say, sometimes it's a trigger. She was already triggered before that. Well, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, we won't be getting there. So, December 2nd, 2000. Y2K. Mm -mm -mm. The computer's going to shut down. No. Anyway. That was supposed to happen in 1999. I know. It's the year of Y2K. No. No. Y2K is the 2000. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. You said the computer's shutting down. That was supposed to. No. FYI, I was very highly upset when nothing happened. When you still had to go to school the next yes. day? Yes. Well, it wasn't the next day. It was a couple days later. We didn't go right back to school. No. I know. Trust. I was still on that whole Arthur episode when, like, Francine was like, if you don't change your calendars right at midnight, the police are going to come arrest your grandma. What? I don't remember. There was an Arthur episode about this, girl. I was tripping about that. I was like, change the calendars. It's January. All the things. Trust me. I don't remember her going around everybody's rooms and everything. No, I didn't care about your rooms. I cared about the kitchen because that was the one that Francine said they look at is the one where they can see it. Yeah, I ain't going in your room, changing your calendar. I didn't even know you had one. I don't think I did. I don't think I did either. You were in the same room. No, no. we weren't. At that time? No. No. Oh, were we still in the room together? Yes. Eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. I only checked the kitchen. Anyway. So, December 2nd, 2000. Sheila comes home and finds Bill dead on the kitchen floor. Autopsy said it was a heart attack. Hmm. This I am very skeptical of. Autopsy didn't say otherwise. Cyanide. You know, cyanide, something, blood thinners. Who knows? <gasps> Digoxin will give you heart attack symptoms. That's no, okay. Anyway. So. Oh, that's that one thing that that guy uh-huh. used. Yeah. yeah. It's to treat AFib. So Was it, that last week? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So Sheila is helping with funeral arrangements and she keeps telling the funeral funeral director and the people doing the autopsy that she has to be put on his paperwork as his wife and they're like nah bitch you're not actually his wife so we're leaving that space blank 
She was very pissed off about that. Very, very pissed off about she that. She wasn't his wife. He didn't do it. But despite all of this, Sheila inherited $2 million from Bill and his entire estate. What? She got the house. She got the farm. She got the land. Mm-hmm. Did the kids fight this? The kids were fucking pissed because the will that Sheila produced was a will from about 10 years earlier when her and Bill first met, and he had a revised will, but she got to it first. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... After Bill dies, Sheila apparently is still hanging out with James. Remember? Mm-hmm. Scissors in the forehead? Yes. So in 2002, there was no exact date she attempted to run over James with a car. What? In 2003, Sheila scratched James' faces up, gouged at his face. He had multiple faces. What? What? <laughs> Should she I say said, James's faces up? <laughs> she, she, scrap, she scratched James' faces up. That's why well, I said, did he have multiple I faces? I can't the English today, okay? She jacked up his face, okay? <laughs> and it was not nice. And she also shot a gun at him as he was trying to get away. Nothing really came about that. Yep. She didn't get arrested, nothing like that. Mm-mm. I personally. How? I don't guess he didn't. Report it? Press charges. Okay. For either well, one of those things. I was going to say the cops can Wait, come and say, do you want to press charges? Nothing for the vehicle? Nope. The car or the face scratching and the gun shooting. All right. Have you ever watched cops when they're like, do you want to press charges? No. Won't I you love her. <laughs> I love her. All right, man. I just suggest you don't come back tonight. That's all I can say about that. We're not taking anybody to jail, but I strongly suggest I love you, girl. I love you too, Earl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know where uh, What are we doing? Hi, welcome to East Coast Creeping. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 2003, she scratches him and shooting her gun at A lot of assaulting happening. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So, 2004, Mm -hmm. Michael DeLog moves in, D-E-L-O-G-E. We're just going to say Deluge, DeLog, DeMichael. Michael. Every time I hear that name, (laughs) I just think of Grease, too. Oh, my God. You can't say no. Oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway. Verbatim. <laughs> oh, I'm still I can't. <laughs> I can't with you. So, Jesus, where was I? All right. Michael moves 2004, in. 2004, Michael. Mm-hmm. Michael moves in. He is intellectually disabled Sheila met him at a homeless shelter 
I don't know why she was at the homeless shelter because bitch ain't homeless. She's got. She's trying to help people. Uh, <laughs> mm. By taking their lives. I still haven't. We're getting there. So <laughs> they quickly start dating. He moves into the farm. He is last seen July 27th, 2004. July what? 27th? 27th, 2004. That is all you get about Michael right now. <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> this is where Linda is going to get really angry. So everyone just be prepared. So, you ready, Leslie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I'm excited. Okay, so Michael goes missing. No one has seen him. Mm-hmm. That is July 2004. Mm-hmm. She kind of lays a little low for two years, but not really because she's still a huge disturbance in this town. Like anyone that walks by in her the town house. Of Epping? Yes. <laughs> anyone that walks by, she starts arguing with them. She's starting fights in the middle of the streets. Everyone's like, she's a little wonky because, like, we'll be talking to her. And all of a sudden, she's just screaming at you. Like, her, I don't know. Everyone was like, she was a very pretty, attractive lady. But then she would just go crazy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> so February 14th, 2006, Sheila meets a man named Kenneth County. It's uh, C-O-U-N-T-I-E. Through a dating service. Oops. Kenneth is 24 years old. He is believed to have some undiagnosed form of yeah, autism. Yeah, she the AF. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's old. She's 45. Hmm. Yeah. What? Nothing is for them. What? <laughs> yep. So, um, Kenneth's mom said it was believed that he had an undiagnosed form of autism. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was very awkward and shy around anyone, and he often avoided eye contact with everyone. He also had the cognitive abilities of someone half his age. Maybe. Okay. Kenneth and Sheila had their first date. They met somewhere. It was like kind of blind datey. Mm-hmm. Uh, they met at a very nice restaurant in the Hamptons. Everyone said it was a really odd coupling. And not just because of the obvious age difference, but Sheila, okay, it's fucking Valentine's Day when they meet. Okay. okay. Sheila's complaining about all the love songs they're playing. She's complaining that they're too loud. She's complaining to the staff, telling them to tell the DJ to turn it down. Okay. So she's drinking freaking, I think they said like. Caviar. She's drinking caviar. Why do you look at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> she's drinking like some dark rum on the rocks and he's just sipping on water. I'm I'm game with the dark rum. Okay, whatever. <laughs> And they end up leaving because Sheila was so upset the DJ did not turn down the music as she requested. And she paid 
her bill but didn't leave a tip because she said the staff was not very accommodating because they wouldn't turn the music down. Okay. And she did not like the love songs that they were playing. It's fucking Valentine's Day. Don't fucking go outside. That's all you're going to hear. True. Anyway. What the hell was that? Know, something touched me. Your hair? No. Anyway. It was. So Kenneth immediately moved in with Sheila. Immediately. What's immediately? That night? Yes. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. So that's February. Okay. March 11th, the same year, Sheila goes to Walmart with Kenneth. Okay. Complaining of an assault on him. It, nothing really said if it was like someone assaulted him, she assaulted him. Something. She's just complaining that something happened, an assault She's happened. in the Walmart complaining that somebody assaulted him? Yeah, there's of some kind of assault that happened to Kevin. Kevin. Kenneth. Kenneth. Uh-huh. Kenneth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. In yeah. the Walmart. Ish, yush. Okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you farted. <laughs> no, that was my dog. <laughs> so, March 14th, Sheila called her sister Lynn. This is the only sibling I know their name is Lynn. And she is ranting that Kenneth has, <coughs> bless you, that Kenneth has demonic eyes and she is scared of Kenneth. Likely story. Uh-huh. During this phone call, Sheila also accused Kenneth of being a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Huh. March 17th, 2006. Mm-hmm. We counting how close this is? Yeah, it's like. A month after he moved in. Uh Uh-huh. Sheila took Kenneth to Walmart again. This time, he is in a wheelchair the entire time. Mm. The staff at Walmart stopped Sheila, called the police because of the physical condition that Kenneth was in. What? Yep. The police said he was gaunt and ashen in color. He looked like a sickly old man, and there was no way I would ever believe he was 24 years old. What did she do to him? He had dark circles under his eyes, scratches on his face and cheeks, his face and cheeks, and a pronounced mark across the bridge of his nose. Sheila had diesel containers on top of him, and in he the is wheelchair. Extre- yes, and he is extremely frail, and she is completely belligerent at this point. Like she's yelling at the staff, she's yelling at the cops, she's telling them. Kenneth is fine. His injuries are from a car accident a few days ago. He's fine. What's a few days no ago? No way. It hasn't okay. even been a week since the last time they were That's in Wally That's what I World. was going to say. Yeah. So It's uh, been six days. Mm-hmm. In six the six days. days, he's... Yeah. No. This should happen between March 14th and March 17th. Right. And since Kenneth is an adult and he's telling the cops that he is okay... There is nothing Nothing they they can can do. do. And the cops follow them out after she pays for everything. And they watch Sheila help Kenneth into the truck because he can't even get out of the wheelchair. That's how weak he is. So after she puts the little diesel container she has on top of him into the truck, she puts him into the truck. Well, helps him get into the truck. And that is the last time that Kenneth is seen in public. It was that day at Walmart. So, there are many reports of Kenneth's mother calling Sheila, 
concerned because she used to hear from him several times a day. And at this point, Carolyn, which is uh, Ken's mom, she was calling Sheila and Sheila yelled at her saying, he's fucking 24 years old and to leave him alone. We're fucking happy. And she slams the phone down. Yep. Okay. And uh, she's shaking. I know. I, I know she is. I can feel it. So the cops actually went to Sheila's house as requested by his mother to do a welfare check. The cops said, like, we need to check on him. And she's like, well, he's taking a bath. So I don't know what you want from me. Um, open the door and let me see him. So they insisted on seeing him because that's what the fuck a welfare check is. She came downstairs with him. He is dripping wet in a towel, shivering, still all sunken looking, all sick. And he's telling the police officers that he's fine and he's there on his own free will. That's what How many like. days later was this? This is within that same time frame. It didn't give me an exact date, but it's like within that same time frame okay. of all this stuff happening. So they did the wellness check and they go, because he said, is all good. Mm-hmm. So March 24th, 2006. This is like the beginning of the end of everything for Sheila. Officer Coot, C-O-T-E, Coat, Coot, Cotty, Cootie. <laughs> I don't know. And Gallagher went to Sheila's house to do a check on Kenneth because they were worried. And his mother was worried, so they were doing a check on him. They jumped the fence because she had her fence closed. It was like one of those really big fences. Mm -hmm. And they were like, mm, we don't know if we should be doing this, but we're actually really fucking worried about this kid. And we don't have a warrant, so this is really risky. They knock on the door. No one answers. And they're, like, waiting, and they keep knocking on the door, and no one's answering. And, like, right off of the porch next to the front door, they notice that there is a burnt mattress and box spring. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're walking around the house, and they're checking the place out. Because they notice that, like, the smell of smoke is everywhere, not just where that box spring was. So... Nearby, there is a, me a metal barrel full of burning hay. And, like, yeah, this next part is, mm. So as they got closer to the barrel, they realized that there was something sticking out of the barrel. A body? It was a jagged bone with flesh, burnt flesh on it. Mm-hmm. And... Now it's like they're wondering, okay, is this Kenneth? Did he die from his car accident injuries? Because at this point, they're still believing Kenneth was in a car accident because of the he shit that Sheila told them. And they're like, did Sheila panic because he died? And then she's like, I need to get rid of his body. Or another thing that they kind of thought, well, maybe this is like a horse bone because she lives on a horse farm and maybe a horse died and she's burning it. I don't know. So they leave. And they try and get in contact with Sheila. Yeah, they fucking left. Uh-huh. They leave and they try and get in contact with Sheila, asking her if Kenneth is okay and they want to see him and they're going to stop by the uh, property again. So Sheila calls them with a recording of Kenneth 
admitting that he is a pedophile. Uh huh. And then she hangs up the fucking phone. Yeah, I don't know. So, okay. So, the, yeah. <laughs> so the, po- the police end up returning to the property and Sheila is present. So they walk around the house with her and they find a pair of gray shoes. And they asked her, like, can we take these shoes as, like, evidence? And she's like, no, I bought them for Kenneth. You need to leave them here. These are Kenneth's shoes. And they asked her about the bone that was in the barrel because when they came back, said bone is still sticking out of the barrel. And Sheila said, it's a rabbit bone. And they were like, that's too big to be a rabbit bone because at this point, the bitch is obsessed with rabbits. Like, she is obsessed with rabbits. We're going to get there. And so once they tell her it's too big to be a rabbit bone, she was like, she literally said, it's either that, a rabbit, or a pedophile. And then instantly after she said that, she's like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. So the officers told her she was not to touch anything. They were like, leave everything how it is right now because we're coming back with a search warrant. So don't touch anything. You really think that bitch is not going to touch something? Well, it doesn't matter because they can throw her in uh, jail for... Tampering with evidence. Yeah. So March. Or burning the house down because that's what she's about to do. Attempted arson. <laughs> Is that a thing? Attempted arson. Yeah. I think it would just be under arson, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. So March 26, 2006, the cops come back with a search warrant uh, for all of the things that they had seen. And like it had like a clause that was anything potentially related to Kenneth, like they were allowed to collect. When they got to the house, they said they were walking around the house looking for Sheila, like the outside of the house, and they find her out back, completely covered head to toe in soot and ash, and she is acting very erratic, trying to, like, do things. She runs into the house sobbing and screaming, and she's asking them through the door if they're going to arrest her. Yeah. Yes, we are. So the po- <laughs> the police finally convinced Sheila to come outside. She gave them a loaded thirty eight revolver, and she told them she was up all night burning rabbits and a pedophile. While pointing to a blue Walmart bag off to the side that they opened, and it looked like it had bone fragments in it. Yep. At this point, they technically did not arrest Sheila. She just went in for questioning. Okay. So she is not under arrest for anything because they don't have any technical evidence that she has killed anyone at this point. And while she is there, she is speaking to the police about Kenneth, whom she referred to as Adam Olympia Labar. That was the name that she claimed he wanted to be known by. That was his new name. He was no longer Kenneth. AOL. Oh my god, it is. I'm sorry, I had to. Oh my god. Oh my I'm god. Sorry. You've got mail. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I was deflecting. <laughs> oh my god. So at this time where she's in like this 
interrogation talking thing with the police, but she's not arrested. Sheila told the police that she became disgusted with Kenneth after he confessed on tape that he was gay, a pedophile, and sexually abused by his mother. So that's why she burned the mattress and box ring, because she slept with him, a pedophile, on that bed. And she was completely disgusted, so she burnt the mattress and box ring. Lies. And at this point, she also gave the police a suicide letter. Wait, mm. hers? Her suicide yeah, letter? her okay. suicide letter. Okay. Like, she handed them her suicide letter. Okay. So they let her go. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't confess to killing anyone. They have no evidence that she killed anyone. So they tell her, you can go home. Didn't she say she burnt the pedophile? Yeah, but they don't know what that fucking means. She's crazy at this point. And they can't hold her because they don't have anything to hold her for. Okay. So they're basically like, don't go anywhere. Because we're going to need you soon. So don't go anywhere. March 27th, 2006. She flies off in her plane. (laughs) I mean... She took all those flying lessons (laughs) from her not-husband, Wilfred. Girl. So, March 27th, 2006. The investigators go to the house and they start looking through all of the burnt piles in the yard. Some of them, they were able to date back to 2004. What? Uh-huh. And in those burnt piles, they found personal belongings that did not belong to Sheila or Kenneth. Michael? Huh. Hmm. So, in March 30th, the fire marshal and the sniffer dogs. You know, the sniffer dogs. Yeah. I literally put sniffer dogs because <laughs> I couldn't remember what they were called. Oh my God. They figured out that on the mattress outside of her house in the box spring, they there was actually a body that was burnt on it. Like she burned someone's body on that mattress mm. and box spring. As they are doing all this investigation, they found body parts outside that belonged to both Kenneth and Michael. So at this point, they're like, fuck, 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 fuck. They also found three severed and charred toes that have never been identified to this day. Like today, as we talk about this, they still don't know who those toes belong to. Hmm. Were they from the same person? No. They were confirmed different uh, through DNA that they did not belong to Kenneth or Michael, but they're all from the same person. Like they're, is that That's what you meant? So Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. I can't see anything. I don't have my glasses on. What? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I thought you guys were making faces at me. <laughs> no. I was, I was just confused. Like, I, I, I don't know. Anyway. What did I say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because you asked her if the toes belong to the same person, okay, and she yeah. was like, no, they don't. Yeah. They, okay. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But then she turned around and said, it, they all belong to that one person, but it is not Kenneth or Michael. And that's why I was like... Because Wait, that was the question that you asked. So, so they're all from one foot. Yeah, all the three of the toes are de- genetically one foot. Like they DNA processed it and the, all the DNA matches. Okay, so they are one person. Yes. yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> See, I still thought they were three different toes from three different people. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay. That's why all I right. went to like, <laughs> that's why I was like, 
<laughs> you both looked at me at the same time, and then I was just like, I don't know what's going on. Okay. Yeah, it's okay, because apparently neither do I. Um, it has been confirmed that it is not confirmed that they are, we don't know who this is. Okay. Yeah, we don't know whose toes these are, but it's one person's toes. Okay. Um, so on March 31st, 2006, they put out an arrest warrant for Sheila, but Sheila already skipped town and she withdrew $85,000. Fair enough. Yeah. Chump change. <laughs> right? Yeah. Girl. So in this time with her $85,000, she receives rides from truckers. Who she, whom she rewarded with sex as, like, payment for driving her places. I would have been like, bitch, you got $85,000. Why are you giving me the hoo-ha? You nasty, crinkly hoo-ha. that money for hotels. That's She's just like, jumping from uh, truck to truck. Ain't no hotel. Uh, anyway. 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 What you want? What you want? <laughs> So, Sheila is arrested on April 2nd in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I feel like she didn't make it far. <laughs> not really. Where'd you say? Massachusetts? Massachusetts? Yeah. That's not far at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, she should have gone the other direction. North. You know what I'm saying? Canada. Canada? Greenland. Oh. <laughs> She could have made it to the she other side of the boat. border. She could have done she something. Somewhere. She could have gone over Niagara Falls. Saved everybody. How sometime. many days later is this? Like three. She could have. She she could have. Two days. Two days after. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. March two 31st. Days, yes. April two, 2nd, she was arrested in Massachusetts. Yes, that's two days after the arrest warrant was put out. But. Oh, the 26th. The 26th is when the cops talked to her. Just about a week. And that bitch only made it to Massachusetts. She could have made it to the other side of Canada. She She could have made it across the states. She could have been... She could have road tripped over there and come back. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she's stupid. Anyway, we're not condoning running away from warrants. I'm just saying she could have fucking gone across the border. She's really close to Canada. Either one. How did they catch her? Did they put, like, one of those, like... FBI milk carton things out? I don't Ooh. think they put a milk carton out, but I think they did like a... Got milk? A whoop whoop. Kind Got of Sheila? Whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> they just put one of those like, we're looking for this person kind of thing. And it was actually one of the truck drivers uh, turned her in. They were like, oh, I know her. She's on my dick. Oh hey. my God. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry. God. Sorry, Dad. Inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after they arrested her, the courts ruled that there was probable cause to support the charge of first-degree murder of Kenneth, and Sheila was also denied bail. She pled not guilty by reason of insanity. And, yeah. So her, <laughs> on June 20th, 2008, she was found guilty and judged to be sane. Both the jury and the judge rejected the insanity plea. And she was sentenced to life in prison without parole. 
so she is still alive. Oh my god. In prison. Mm. 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 Good old Sheila. Yep. Sheila, Sheila, Sheila. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like uh, when I was reading about this, some people said that like her mental health instability happened when she was younger because when like her dad was abusing her, uh, she recalls moments in her life. Like they use that trauma a lot in the court uh, hearings and stuff saying that it was like all the trauma from that. And then she has like a split personality disorder and she's insane. So like, you know, she doesn't understand what she's doing. Uh, but they said that when she was, she said that when she was younger, she used to fall and hit her head a lot. And that she does remember one time that her dad hit her in the head with a metal antifreeze can. And then that car accident that she got into, that she went into the psych ward, like, for a month after that, when she was, like, in her early 20s, mm-hmm. she said, I blacked out, and I went into a coma. I don't know if that's true. But these were, like, all things that, like, she was saying when I was watching the recordings and stuff. And one thing that her uh, attorney said was, like, he's, like, straight up, she's crazy, because... Sheila was basically really excited to be found guilty. Like, she was looking forward to it. Like, she was, what? like, pumped to be found guilty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lady be crazy. Just I don't even a little understand. bit. I, uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me see a picture of this woman. Are you sure? You I drew her. I want to. I'm trying to see if there's. I don't know what I drew on her nose. I think that was supposed to be a nostril, but now it just looks like a mole on her nose. <laughs> that's a really it? high nostril. I know. I think I, that's where I wanted to place her nose, and then I decided it was too high. So, so this is her when she oh, was. Hold up. Let me this get, is her let me when get she... my glasses. My oh, God, you're so loud. This is her when she's younger. So, you know, she's not too shabby, you know. This is her in court. This is her in court. Like, I don't know if she looked crazy. Like, I don't... Oh, and this is a picture of a... Yeah. That was from the police. Took a picture of him. At the Walmart. Holy cow. Who's that? I guess that's her. The next photo. Russian uh, spy. Yeah, no, that's not her. That other one was. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> the, the sexy pose that was like, oh, no. Okay, FYI, I did not think that he looked like that when he was at Walmart. I thought she just had jugs like laying on top of him. Laying on top of him. I didn't realize that that was the wheelchair. It's like a shopping cart wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't you ever seen them at Wally World? No, not looking like that. That looked like a flatbed. Flatbed. (laughs) Look at it. 
I don't know, I guess. But yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, she ain't. I don't know. Oh, well, I mean, I kind of got her hair right in the one picture that you first wanted to show. This one? Yeah, look, her hair is all in her face. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, my <stupid>. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's crazy. And there's like a lot of things on her, and she's still like. They have a couple movies about her and like documentaries and shenanigans. Mm. I don't know. I, I just watched a lot of YouTube videos and I read a butt ton on her. Like a lot. A lot, a lot. Okay. So today's missing person is Angela Matos. She is 18 years old. She's been missing since September 23rd, 2021. Uh, she was 17 at the time she went missing, but she's now 18. Um, she has brown hair, brown eyes. She's 5'3", and she weighs approximately 110 pounds. The phone number for the New Hampshire Manchester Police Department is 603 223 Three eight five nine, and you can also call nine one one. There will be a picture posted of her, and again, her name is Angelina Ugh. Matos. I can never read English. Angelina Matos. <laughs> I'm sorry, and she's missing from Manchester, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My story was Little Christ. It kind of just like all happened at once. Like she was just like, I'm going to be a little, a little crazy lady. And then she was like, I'm killing you. Like, I don't know. She's weird. Well, obviously. Well, it was like. I don't know. Because she was just like being. Literally crazy. Okay, I don't want to say crazy. She was just being abusive towards people. And then all of a sudden, she was just like, you're a pedophile, and I need to kill you. Like, where did that even come from? Well, that was things like that I had heard about Eileen, Mm -hmm. that she would justify it because she would put it in her head that all of these people that she was killing were pedophiles or... um, abusers of some sort yeah and so she justified it as i'm gonna kill these people so that way they don't hurt anybody else yeah so they're like yeah convincing themselves that these people are bad people even though they aren't bad people yeah they're just trying to justify what they're doing yeah i don't know it's a hot mess express Anyway, next episode is going to be so much fun, you guys, because we are going out the night before we record. So we're going to have a whole bunch of people in here. It's going to be good. (laughs) We're going out for my bachelorette party that I didn't know was happening, but it's happening. So we're going to have a lot of people. It's not going to be a lot of people. It's just going to be too extra. Oh, right, because Lydia's not going to be here. Right. Yeah. Aww. I like when Lydia's here, this stupid little hooker. She has a job. Wow. She has a job now. A jobby job. Yeah, we all got jobs. We still here. 
She gotta work on the weekends. Calm down. <sighs> Sometimes they try to make me work at the weekends, and I'm like, Hm? What? English? No. <laughs> I do not. Okay. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Sorry for all the crazy children in the background, but you know, shit happens. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium B. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya.